What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Conversation with Chris. Conversations with Chris James. Hey, it's your boy Ricky Jones Jr. That's also. that jingle, boy. That's your jingle. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning to love. <laughs> we also have O'Neal Delva in the house. <laughs> If you are new to this here podcast, if you could, if you would, click that subscribe button on YouTube, follow button on your favorite podcast platform, and just join the movement because yeah. Yeah. we are here having conversations from a Christian perspective. Yes. Two men, obviously, that you can see, but we just giving it to you the way it is given to us to share it to you, okay? Yeah. And so we're going to have some fun. Again, if you have any particular topics that you would like for us to converse about, drop it in the comment section and we'll take a look-see and maybe we'll jump into it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so today is a continuation of Tuesday's podcast where we'll be talking Part two. about <laughs> manhood, okay? There it is, yeah. Manhood being free from insecurities, okay? To be more specific and yeah. to be exact now, what you think, my brother? No, it's good. I mean, everything like, like you just said, they're hearing from us. We're giving you yeah. our views or a perspective on things yeah. um, to hopefully give you a chance to take away a little bit and apply to your life. But Next. of course, no, you, there's some things that we might not necessarily cover, mm. right? You're hearing from us. We want to hear from you, yep. right? Uh, like a topic that. that we cover, maybe some uh, something that you overcame, insecurity, whatever it might yep. be, if you're bold enough to share yeah. in the comment or today as we break down and talk about manhood or uh, we can't talk about womanhood because we're, no, not, we're not females, women. but, you know, maybe we're not uh, like how we can, <laughs> that was another episode, <laughs> but maybe at one point we can talk about, you know, how we can advocate for women, I right? Like it. Like so it, it might be a pretty good um, topic for us to discuss, but as we go on today and talk, drop comments and, you know, share with us, you mm -hmm. know, your experience and uh, what it's like for you or, you know, growing up or what you thought manhood represented mm -hmm. and what do you think and feel like it represents for you today and mm -hmm. as you're continuing to uh, journey through life. Yeah. Now, even through that, I'm even thinking of what I thought of what manhood meant to me, yeah. which it's crazy, right? And I say it's crazy because I know my mom watches. I'm mm. pretty sure my dad watches as well. And so I say that because my interpretation of manhood was not given to me by them. Oh. Even though my dad represented oh, a great quality like he my dad represented a quality of being a man in which i would strive to be one day okay you cleaned it up nice because i was gonna say you're taking it away from me talking about your dad's watching mm -hmm. but he didn't tell you or show you no he did oh he okay. did but i was like that's gonna be a time period for a later day okay like in the meantime in between time i'm gonna pick up a Bro, that makes realm wow, wow, wow. or that's, an idea of manhood that i wanted yeah. to be and i got it from rappers right, right? Rappers gave us an identity, an idea of what being a man was like. You getting the chicks, you getting monies. I didn't sell drugs, but you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing. Truth be told, I lie to you not. Nelly was a huge influence over my life. Why? Air Force Ones had them. Okay. I already had them, but he told me to get them. I got them. You know what I'm okay. saying? The grills. Rob the jewelry store, tell them make it with grill. Well, you had top and bottom. You had grill. I had a grill. You I had, had a bottom. bottom. I had a ten piece. Ten piece. Uh, I still got it actually. For real? Uh, I still. Got you it. have the rocket. I've never seen it before. I used to put um foil foil gum wrapper. Gum wrapper. Uh. That was the thing. Foil was definitely bad. Gum wrapper was better for your teeth. But nonetheless, yeah, man, like it's I insane. did it, and um, you know, like Interesting. it's getting hot in here. Wow. So take up, like I was in there, like chick, take your clothes off. You oh know what snap! Saying? 
I was thinking hot in a car driving. I mean, it's like, it's you know what Nelly said. Yeah, well, you know, hey, play the song. Hey, mm. you do what the song says. That's what that's what you're thinking. Mm. Okay, it's interesting that you just said that because, like, I never really thought about, like you said. Okay, you learn from your dad for mm-hmm. a particular. You know, era in your life or whatever right. it might be. Once I right. reach this particular stage, yep. once I grew up and right, got married, then I see what manhood is and represents at that stage. Yes, but of course, you didn't see your father when he was a teenager, Correct. and you know, so on and so forth, um, or prior to marriage, because mm-hmm. you know, you probably thought, okay, well, he was born married to my mom. Right, 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 They've always right. been together. You know, whatever it's it was. Yeah, Correct. so Correct. it's just always been them. But mm-hmm. in actuality, he was single at one point too. Correct. So, in which I heard the stories, I was like, oh, oh, snap! The apple don't fall too far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he hurt Nelly too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is hilarious, you know. Where unfortunately, I'll say at times people might see. Like you were saying, like, you know, the lifestyle that some might live and they assume that's what manhood is all about. Some might see and never come out of that mm. thinking. Mm. And some, thank goodness, they do mm. come out of that thinking, which we'll talk a little more about and break yeah. down or whatever and so on and so forth. It. But like, wow, that's, that is uh, amazing for you, for your breakdown of what manhood represents. For me, mm. though, I'm trying to think, I don't think it was necessarily rappers. Okay. And, you know, I, I respect it. Sometimes, like, you know... I think back, like, did I really think about certain things? I think I, I looked at my dad, and and I will say, right, he made it look easy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, when I grow up, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to get married, and mm-hmm. then, you know, I'm going to have kids. Like, one of the things I used to do, maybe it's just me, I'm telling myself, whatever, but I, I didn't date a lot growing up, but, like, if there was a girl that, you know, I was somewhat interested in or whatever... I would always put my last name to their name. Respect. To see if it if it I've been sounded there. good. I've been there. Does it sound good? Now I'm in high school. I'm in middle school. I'm like, you know, uh, Renee Delva. Mm. Does that sound good? No, that doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Renee, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm having fun. I love it. But no, but I would I would do certain, but anyway, I would see yeah. like, you know, things. I'll say what I kind of learned from and saw manhood based on what I saw from my dad was any and everything you have in life, like you don't just get because you didn't uh, work for. I like it. I like it. So I saw it as, you know, not to say like a lot of working and no playing and having fun. Um, but I saw it a lot as, you know, okay, doing what you need to do, or whatever, just stepping up and being there and, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, but but that's what I pictured, you know, manhood as and, you know, potentially no fun at all and mm. just serious and working and mm. and so on and so forth. Now, there's a balance. There's in between. There's one in, in between the uh, the Nelly world of Ricky. Respect. In the serious, you know, all the time working world of, I guess, what my father kind of and what I saw mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. sense, right? So mm-hmm. there's that in between. Yeah. Now, yeah. my dad, like to your point, my dad made it look easy as well. Yeah. Like, not to knock him. He Bruh. was and is a great father. Like, made he made it look easy. Went to school, was a father, yeah. pastored, preached. Uh, the list goes on, right? And did all of those things exceedingly well. So, I knew that that would be a part yeah. of what manhood would be like, but that's not what I was going for at the moment. Bro, being a responsible parent, responsible father, responsible man, being a responsible person. I was about to say, you could write that thing out to person. Yeah. 
It's hard. It is. It truly <laughs> is. Like, when we were younger, we were saying, I can't wait till I'm grown. Like, oh my gosh. Like, that is ridiculous. Stop yeah. that now. Stop it. But nonetheless, we're here talking about manhood, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And even with it, out of the mentality conference that we were a part of last week, um, and so I didn't even say, last week's look attire was from our blood brothers. Um, look, that was a ministry in which is at our church for the men of our church and so it was cool i was just representing right but i never said in the episode what was going on but anyway out of it all with it all one of the well two of the things pastor Don talked about was how men should treat and relate to women mm -hmm. being a man but then also too as fathers from the perspective of that like oh my gosh which one you want to dive into first um we can dive into as fathers first as fathers yeah, we can dive okay into that. like you remember the line that he dropped? Or would be the, like... I don't remember. Okay, so he was like, men, we should be as, like, fountains that is flowing love. Like, we should be the love fountain for our families, flowing love for our wives, yeah, for true. our children. That's true. And for those that are around us as a unit, we should be those that are showing and spreading yeah. love, which is so cool. Like, like I love yeah. love, so I was yeah. already like, I'm not going to say I was like there and perfect, but I was in that mindset. I had that mentality, yeah. um, but I didn't see it the way into the fullness of which he was teaching of. And yeah. so, like, there should always be love. Love should be shared from men to our children, which I had it with the mindset because I could tell growing up, long story short, the different women that I was coming in contact with that didn't have a father in their lives, yeah. like I could tell immediately, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I knew I didn't want that for my children, for yeah, my daughter, yeah. for my son, and this goes on. So love was already like a thing that I knew I was gonna give. Yeah, no, it, and it's so important, right? Where like it's it's important to display and show that you love and care in multiple ways, right? Not just through words, but through action. Yeah, right. Sometimes you know, I know. Maybe it might be old school thinking, or whatever. Like you know, why gotta say I love you? You know, mm. you, you know I love you, don't you? Mm. You eat, don't you? Mm. You got a roof over your head, don't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a combination of things, right? Mm. Where it's not just the you know paying the bills uh, to display love, but being there for your family and, and saying those words and, and so on, being that example. I know that you know. I think in many uh, previous episode might have been for fathers that we had talked mm. about. Like for me. Uh, there was a neighbor who lived across the street from me, and, you know, he was like, I don't play with kids, I don't do that stuff, or whatever, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's like, well, you don't have to be tough and hard all the time. Mm -hmm. It's okay for you to be soft mm -hmm. around your, you know, daughters, or soft around your sons, and, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're people, too, we got feelings, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, we have feelings just like they have feelings, and, you know, for us to display that love in, um, to them, and for them to know, okay, this is how I should operate as a man, or this is what I should look for um, a man when, you know, if you're talking about your daughters and so on. But yeah. So, soft. You said it's yeah, okay yeah. for us to be soft. Yeah. What does that mean to you? To be because I have my perspective of soft. Okay. However, you said it, so I'm, I'm here to hear your perspective. To be soft, to be, to me, to... Uh, beyond the I love you's right but to be able to to be open and I don't want to say be mushy around your kids or whatever but kind of like you know being soft and soft-hearted and not always tough and you know any and every time they say something like oh you know why, why I want this and this and that and like okay well 
what can I do for you? What? How can I make you happy today? Right. So, do we have to use the word soft? Right. Oh, you don't because like the word soft. I don't like. I don't like the word soft. And but that doesn't mean that you're weak, though, bro. We we talked about it. Why not? Why not? To be soft does not mean you're weak. To be soft, to to display love, to be soft with your friends, and not like all the time have to feel like you're on guard and got to be all like tough or whatever. So why? Do but we no have one to? can do that. No one, even the toughest person in the world, is not tough all the time. That right? is true. But I'm just wondering, why do we have to use the word soft? What word would you like to use, Let's sir? use the word that applies to the given scenario. So, okay. loving, caring, affectionate. I see what you Gentle. Do. Okay. All of that soft encompasses all of those words. I think, I personally think, now, you know, we can leave. Okay, you have you, you, various you, opportunities of thought. Okay. I believe that saying soft belittles the action that okay, is taking Okay, I place. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But and okay. Being soft can be taken advantage of. I think being soft gives the advantage to the other person, necessarily to you, that you're trying to flow whatever action it is that you're trying to flow. Ricky is deep over here. No, no, no. I mean, I just. But I it cringe. sounds good though. Actually, no, I agree with what you're saying. I cringe no, it's to be loving, to be caring, to Correct. be affectionate, affectionate, to break it down. Right? Listening, like having a listening ear, like those are attributes that love shows itself through. To say soft is to like, you might as well be a doormat. <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. Because I'm operating in the gift of softness. <laughs> For the sake of it, a man. Oh like, my goodness. <sighs> but I mean, I could be wrong, right? No, 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 but, no, it's good, it's good. I mean, like you said, it's good to look at and, um, and break down all the aspects and yeah. identify the word that, you know, falls into or, you know, fits into that category, yeah, yeah, yeah. that situation. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know, yeah, soft could be just generalizing to where, yeah. but now you're over here feeling like a doormat, you know, but, right. but, but yeah. Yeah, like, no, no, like, <laughs> instead of being a doormat, just be affectionate. Instead of being a doormat, just be gentle. Instead of being a doormat, just have patience, right? And which are all fruits of the spirit. But nonetheless, so it's not uber deep, it's just work. <laughs> <laughs> it's written. <laughs> but, uh... Operate with the gifts of the spirit, which essentially are gifts of love that we can operate in or different ways in which we can show love, which I mean, I even after the conference, obviously it's been um, some time after and I had some time just to assess myself Mm -hmm. as how do I treat the family that I'm a part of, have dominion with. Right, cold to me with my wife. Um, How am I loving? How am I loving them? Like, and which. I had to realize that loving doesn't mean withholding punishment because I realized kids actually like. What are you about to say? Discipline. Kids like discipline. Kids do. I I assessed it. I truly assessed. <laughs> you ran a study. You 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 quick, assessed. Quick okay. assessment. Go ahead, Doctor uh, Jones. I break assessed, it down for us. I assessed my kids. And I disciplined my son over a thing. Right. <laughs> Discipline. Pa. Gave it to him because he did something wrong and I told him not to do it and he did it anyway. Pow! He knew the result. <laughs> Gave it to him. Right? It's in the word. After that, at the end of the day, my son came around and said, Daddy, I love you. Okay. My man. And then he said, I'm sorry, which I don't even like sorry. Okay. I don't like sorry. You don't like the sorry. word I'm sorry. No, you don't like sorry? I don't. You're never sorry. You apologize for the things in which you claim to be sorry for. Okay. Well, then, you know, you say I'm sorry, but then you say the things that you're... you're you're apologizing for... Right, you apologize. You're not sorry. You're never sorry. 
Like, obviously I'm strong about certain things. <laughs> I see. But being sorry, you're never sorry. I'm not sorry. You're not sorry, son. <laughs> Crystal, you're not sorry. Rain, you're not sorry. Maybe you apologize for a thing. Because you, you want you to turn me up, bro. Obviously, you're finding out some things about me. Right? I see. Uh, and so he came around and said, I'm sorry. Cut him off immediately. Bam. Boom. Son, you're not sorry. You're not sorry for anything. Maybe you want to apologize for something. Okay. Is there something that you want to apologize for? Okay. He has said, I want to apologize for. And he named what he did wrong. Okay. I said, man, son, I love you. It's cool. Each day we're going to get better. Gave him a hug. Okay, daddy. And we were Gucci. Yeah. Like, we were good before. Before. But at the end of the day, he came around and said, and I said, man, it's a, just a reminder that yeah. kids are okay and they love discipline. Yeah. I don't know if I would say they love discipline, but it's funny that you say it like that because literally I think all parents go through the same thing or things where, you know, when it comes to disciplining kids and so on and so forth, I've said something similar to my son and my daughters who are now 19, mm -hmm. I don't discipline them now, like, you know, but when they were younger, you would say, you know, I would say, you like getting in trouble, don't you? Mm -hmm. Because you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Okay, you must psychology. like, you know, you, you <laughs> must like it. You, you know, they don't know what to do. Because if, yeah, if you, if you didn't like it, then you'd <laughs> you wouldn't be whatever, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. anyway, but wow, it's, it's interesting that you, uh, that you, and even actually displaying love. Right, what you're saying, you know, yeah. uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yes. Right. right. But even in that, when disciplining your children, you should do it in love, right? Where yes. you're not there. That's when abuse potentially happens. Correct. When if you come home and out of nowhere, you just get a belt and just start spinning, oh, yeah. like, you know, like, dang, yeah. now they know what time is it? Ah, oh, snap, daddy's coming home in a couple right. minutes. Token nervous. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but then, but if you do it out to show, like, correction, right? Correct. To help to guide, Correct. to then display or provide them the direction that guidance. they should go guidance yeah. in the right then if you don't i'll say it like this you know if you it might be controversial the way i'm about to say but i'm gonna say but if you don't discipline your child then potentially you're withholding love right mm -hmm. because nice. you're not guiding them in the way that they should go where you're just leaving them to just do whatever it is right now don't take away don't say you know well neil said you know i gotta beat my child this and that no, left and right for any and every reason you know various ways of discipline yes. i mean and you have to also be careful too with your delivery and how you say things and Absolutely. so on because you know there are multiple forms of i'll just say not that we're going down this direction but multiple forms of abuse yes so you have to be careful Very true. physical emotional verbal and so on and so forth but you want to make sure one of the ways that you display love is to help guide your children, help yep. guide your family. And, you know, um, in the way that uh, God is, you know, speaking to you, the way that's designed. And then mm -hmm. from them, I mean, right, if, if we want to talk about parenthood a little bit further and break it down like, you know, the prodigal son. Right? Nice. Now, with that story, we often we hear about the son and the things that the son did and so on, you know, but the father... I mean, I know, or I don't know for sure, but I would assume he helped to guide the child knowing that, hey, bumps and things are going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mistakes are going to happen. Well, I'll try to guide them the best that I can. And, hey, you know, maybe it might depart from the, the things. That, but then, you know what? I've instilled things in him or her to help him bring them back to the fold or whatever, right? Praying that, you know, God will... Uh, take over to where I bring them back to the fold and but I've done my part in guiding my family my children in, in the direction the way that they mm -hmm. should go based on mm -hmm. what I believe God is 
saying to me. Yeah. yeah. And even to that point of the prodigal son, the father shows such great love. Oh, right? oh 100%. He shows the fountain of love that Pastor Dollar was talking about because just think, his son left with his inheritance. Man. Half of his inheritance and squandered it. Squandered, bro. Spent it all Mm. to the point where he was then eating from the sloths of pigs. Pigs. Just think, bro, like, truth be told, like, okay, we now live in a society where everybody knows everything. Yeah. But just think, like, if your son, you found out your son was eating from the troughs of pigs, like, how that was great. That would break my heart. Right, and you would even probably feel like, I can't even think of the word, but like the word where you don't want people to know that about you, right? Because you, insecure probably is the word, but you feeling like they're going to be talking about you because of what your son, like, no, I gave my son half of his inheritance. He made that choice. But they looking at you like, no, but that's your son. I know, because we as parents, our kids are a reflection of us. Boom. Right? Boom. The way they live life now is a result of the way that we brought them up. That's that's what we think. That's what we think. However, not in that case. But the father saw the son coming. And the father had so much love and compassion for the son that he was like, it's time to party. My son is back home. Gave him a ring. Gave him clothes. Cleaned him up. And killed the, the fatted calf. And I say all that to say how loving a father should be yeah right? so that was the father side but yeah. even the man side yeah which i even love yeah. i was like oh my gosh Pastor doll like, i wish i know well you know he always hindsight is 2020 right you wish you knew a thing before yeah, and yeah. after yeah yeah but he broke down manhood in a way that <laughs> wow he well this is the way i interpret it right it's always about interpretation because we can't repeat him for what he said because he's not here to say it yeah but this was my interpretation of what he said he said man came out of god god came out of woman and out of woman come children i'm gonna run that back man came out of god woman came out of man and children came out of woman Therefore, we should look to our sources as our way of getting what we desire, what we need, getting us to the point of fulfillment. Therefore, men should not be looking to women, should not be looking to things, should not be looking to their children as a source of refreshing, as a source of life, as a source of, oh man, like I need to get to where I'm feeling good and great again. No, our source is God. Men should be living a life in which they're in true worship with God each and every day, true relationship with God each and every day to the point where you're able to tap into the source of your creation, which is God, to be able to then be able to get everything that you need to sustain you to then be able to overflow into those in which trickle down from you which are your wife your women yeah. which are your children as well which come out of you your seed as well so i say that to say i i love that to the point where i was like okay you're right like yes i can bounce things off of my wife and bounce ideas yeah. off but i shouldn't draw like plug into her to drain her to give me life yeah, like yeah. no yeah. It doesn't work like that. Our plug-in is with God. And God, not to say that our wives can't supply us with yeah. things. However, our true source is back to the ultimate source, which is God. Bro, right on the head, boom. You know, taking it back to the source, right? Yeah. Back to the source. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that, you know, we can't... One of the things I'll say, my experience and, and my wife and such, she used to say to me, you're not my source of happiness. Mm. And... 
I ain't gonna lie. It used to get at me. Yes, yes. Because the I thing is, as a husband, as a man, insecure. I felt insecure because I'm thinking like, I'm going above and beyond to try to make like you that. happy, right? Yes. Try to do things. I'm doing things that I don't even want to do. I don't even want to do. I don't even know. I'm buying purses, bruh. Growing up, like, I never thought of how much a purse would be. Of course not. And when I bought my wife, when we were dating, I bought her her first purse. It was uh, nothing fancy. I want to say it was like, oh, dang it. What was the female version of Fat Farm? It had like, baby fat. Baby fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought her a baby fat purse. It was like $150. Bruh. That was that. so expensive for me. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, dang, yeah. baby fat. That's how much? $150. And it was like BBs or BCBs uh-huh. or whatever. At yeah, one point, like, they, they, they were all, you know, from there I graduated from $150 to like, I bought her like a $300 purse. Mm. Ooh, I never thought this. Then it just kept going up, kept going mm. up. Because they don't go down. Yeah. We we over here had a $2,000 purse mm. recently. My lord. And the, the funny thing is the purse, they went from being big to now... Literally, it was a small little Fendi purse. Mm. Like, I don't even know if I even consider that a purse. It was a tiny little I mean, thing. the way you're... No. I can barely put my phone in there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and her phone doesn't fit in it either. $2,000, bro. Wow. So, anyway, but all that to say... I want a purse. <laughs> but all that to say, you know, she used to say, you know, well, you're not my source of happiness and that, like... I'm doing all these things. You better be happy. Be smiling. You better be smiling when you wake up. We better be smiling. <laughs> but no, but taking it back to the source or whatever, you know, yes. knowing, you know, right, like uh, just the fact that you know, taking it back to the Creator and and God, you know, yes. ultimately, you know, being our ultimate source. Yeah. Now we're here on Earth, like you kind of, you know, not to have dominion over women and you know your wife and try to you know belittle them and you know try to rule everything in a sense like that. Now, you know, we as men, we're like head of the household in a sense to help direct the house and guide to where we need to go. But mm. we're not here to put our thumbs on anyone yes. to make anyone feel small yep. or whatever. Yep. We're here, yeah, to dominate over someone. Yeah. It's We're here to help to m- make each other happy in a sense that, you know, going back to God, of course, taking it all to him. But then, like, identifying just the ways that we can add a little bit of joy to mm-hmm. each other's life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, knowing that you can't depend on one person mm-hmm. to keep you or make you happy. Cause then that's when we end up like losing it in a sense, because mm-hmm. now I'm depending on solely Ricky. Mm-hmm. You are my source of happiness. Mm-hmm. How your day like goes that. is like how that. my behavior, my reaction goes. If I you're, like you know, then, then in that case, you're only human like me to where, mm-hmm. You might potentially feel like, well, today's not the day. And then you say something, mean something, whatever. Now, you know, like, oh, boo-hoo crying because right. the one person I leaned heavily mm-hmm. on is mm-hmm. my source. And it's too much for one person to bear, right? Yeah, too much true. for, you know, a one man to bear. Mm-hmm. Take it take it back to the source, mm-hmm. you know, which is, yeah. And one of the things, too, I'll go ahead and say, that. kind of like That's going back it. to the um, definition of manhood, you know, what Pastor Dollar ta- um, ta- um, talk, um, talked about is, you know, Jesus was the ultimate example yes. of manhood, right? Yeah. If we think about it, because right. sometimes when we think about, okay, going back to, oh, as a man, oh, man, oh, they, oh, they, they strong. You got to have some muscles, you know, if, if you don't have muscles, then you're not tough. You're not, mm. you're not a man, you know, mm. um, they, or oh, they always got to have, you know, a job or whatever, mm. you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, using yes. random examples. Yeah. Oh, they always have to have this, or some people might have teaching grown up or from their 
parents or somebody older in the family, like a man always got money in his pockets and this and that. If you ain't got, you know, at least a dollar, ten dollars, whatever in your pocket, then you're not a man. Mm. When you start looking at those things mm. that other people are saying to you mm. as the definition of what it means to be a man or whatever yeah. it might be, or even in the case for females, I know we're not talking about women right now, but for a female, let's say from their perspective, if you know, your mom, your aunt, your older sister, or someone has always said to you to be a woman means insert incorrect definition here. Get up. You know? That's good. Now, you start seeing those things and thinking like, dang, I'm falling short. I'm not mm. a man. Like, oh, to be a man, you got to have $100 in your pocket. Mm. Well, I only got three quarters in my pocket. I got 75 cents. I guess I'm not a man or whatever. No. The true definition of manhood, you know, Jesus is right there, the example, to be a servant, right? Mm. To be someone who's there um, to help build up, uplift, you know, um, others and not to try to display yourself as in better than or whatever. Because, mm. I mean, because Jesus, he, he was up there. Yes. He was up there yes. in ranking as far as when you look at people on earth or whatever. But mm -hmm. he wasn't, he was over here washing people's feet. Correct. And so on and so forth. Correct. He, he wasn't acting as if he was better than anyone else. Right. So, yeah. And nor would I say he was soft. And you would not say he was soft. He was loving. He was caring. He was <laughs> patient. <laughs> patient. <laughs> Gentle. He was Jesus there. was not soft. If, if you take anything away from this podcast today, you... <laughs> Per Ricky is that Jesus was not soft. Nor was he sorry for anything. Nor was he sorry. <laughs> if I never did you cracked me up. <laughs> and so to wrap it up, right, what you're ultimately doing, O'Neill, and what was ultimately done is banishing the idea of man law. Mm -hmm. Right? Because man law happens to be an unwritten set of rules, and some people may have taken the time to written write down the different things that they thought man laws Ooh. were. Yeah. And so we're abolishing that to show that Jesus is the ultimate representation of what being a man is. Yeah. And we know as fathers, there's the stream of love. Yes. But then as men, there's the source of strength. There's a source of renewal. There's a source of life. There's the source of everything that we need within God for us to be able to go into. What were you about to say? Oh, no, no. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead and continue. Yeah. Yeah. I, was just, I was just thinking about, you know, connecting it back to being a servant and so on, you know, well, being a servant for, you know, your wife or yes. being a servant for your kids and so I like on. And that. then I was thinking too, I was going to ask you mm -hmm. to, as far as at times too, the roles, what a man would be or represent like, you know, in their household or whatever. Where the idea of what a man potentially be at home, whatever, it's not what was said many years ago, I like might like perceive or whatever, yeah. you know, like some like, oh man, you know, they don't want they don't dishes, wash clothes. they yeah. don't, do, don't do this and that, you know, right. but that's not the case. No. Whatever it looks like at you for you at your home is Correct. what it looks like for you at your home or Boom. whatever, you know. Boom. Very so, key. You know? Very yeah. key and very strong. And as you get married, you'll talk those things through with your spouse as to what each other one can expect. Right? In my house, I don't cook because I can't cook. Right? Um, not because I said, oh, only the woman's supposed to cook. Like, no. Like, it just so happens that my wife is a great cook and loves cooking and loves trying new things in the kitchen. I don't. Right? I'm okay eating peanut butter jelly sandwich and calling it a day or going Dang. to buy food and calling it a day. But that's just me. <laughs> and so that's just how it works. I do laundry. And the list goes on. But to your point, you're right. 
being a servant, I forgot that part, but yeah. being a servant is something that we should be, something that we should do as men representing the life that Jesus lived. He is was it? a servant to all that to he all. came in contact with, and it wasn't soft for him to be a servant to people. It was loving. It was caring. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. So I, love it. I said it to say that we shouldn't see servanthood as a form of belittling what it means to be a man. Yeah, right? exactly. Because people hear that and think lesser than, think slave, think yeah. inferior. Yo. But no, you're more superior because, I mean, the Bible even lets us know those that are in charge, those that are leaders, are the ones that actually are the servants. Mm. And so you can't be one without the other. So, you know, obviously we have a lot to talk about, different yeah. things that can be spoken of. Definitely let us know in the comment section if you want us to either expand on what we did say or talk about something that you may be pondering in your mind. We would love to answer those things. You can either comment or email me or email. Yeah, and I'll put an email down below. And uh, yeah, man, so you want me to close or you want to close? Oh, uh, you can go ahead close this time. Boom, got him. And so that being said, we appreciate it and we love you all. Definitely subscribe if you haven't already done so thus far. Click that thumbs up button, all that YouTube stuff. And uh, share with a friend. Share with a friend or a male that you know that may or may not be dealing with manhood issues yeah. or how to be a man or just dealing with life that may be overcoming them. But now you know through this video who the source of life is yes. and how he will be able to overcome the things that he is overcoming, which we've talked about in this episode. So, with that being said, I'm Ricky Jones Jr. We also have O'Neal Delva with Conversations with Christian. Christian. <laughs> Alright, great people. We love you. See you next week. Alright, see ya.